Welcome to this week's edition of the Wasatch Weekly. I am your host, Miles Dunn. It's a bit of a short week this week, as MLS play is currently sus- uh, suspended. It's probably a, the wrong term here. Paused for a nice little midsummer tournament known as the League's Cup. Three countries. What, what's their slogan? Three countries. One champion, I can't remember. Oh, here it is. Three nations, two leagues, one champion. Leagues Cup 2023. Uh, that doesn't say anything. That, that, that's not listed anywhere. That's just uh, that's a Miles Dunn original right there. But uh, the slogan is three nations, uh, two leagues, one champion, or something like that. Uh also, other big news this week, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie both came out in theaters. So, big week if you're a fan of Mattel toys, nuclear weapons, or international soccer tournaments. Uh, this will be a bit of a shorter pod just because there's not as much content to cover. I want to talk about RSL's match, where they stand in the group standings of League's Cup. And, uh, of course, a gentleman by the name of Lionel Messi, who made his Miami debut this weekend. So let's start with the RSL match. RSL took on Seattle Sounders at home Saturday as part of match day one of League's Cup. Um, We're in the group known as West 2, which consists of three teams, Salt Lake, Seattle, and CF Monterrey. The Rayados, not the Tigres. There are two teams in Monterey. The Rayados are in our group. You may remember them and Umberto Suazo. They were the club that came to Salt Lake City and ripped our hearts from our chests when they beat us in the Champions League final in what would have been, what, 2011, I think? Um, so they're back. They're back in Utah for the first time since then, uh, as far as I can recall. And uh, they're a part of our group. Now, they did not play Saturday. Given that it's a three-team group, one team essentially has a bye while the other two teams play, and then they switch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So Salt Lake played Seattle. Salt Lake ended up winning that match 3-0 off of goals from Jefferson Savarino in the 48th minute. Chicho Arango, three minutes later in the 51st minute, on a beautiful solo effort. Just a dime piece of a ball from Pablo Ruiz. Uh, We'll talk about it in just a second, break it down. Uh, But that was our second goal. And then in the 88th minute, while playing a man down, Real Salt Lake picks up their third goal uh, off a nice little turn and shot from Rubio Rubin, who is back from international duty with Guatemala. So fantastic first game of League's Cup. Of all of the teams, of all of the groups in this tournament, our group had the toughest or one of the top two or three toughest groups in terms of CONCACAF rankings for the clubs. So uh, I don't think anyone expected Salt Lake to get out of this group. However... It is being played at home, at altitude, and RSL has been on a great run of form. So, perfect time for a tournament if you're Real Salt Lake. 
so as I mentioned, Jefferson Savarino with the first goal of the night. That was off of a, a, a basically a rebounded shot, deflected shot from uh, Chicho Arango from the left side of the box. Arango gets his foot on the ball, kicks it towards goal. Um, I think it was Gomez Andrade. I can't remember which defender was able to basically de- stop the ball from going into goal, but was unable to clear it. Basically, off the back of his foot, he hits the ball, and it just kind of stops in the box, and Jefferson Sobrino is quick to pounce in the 48th minute and just blast it into the back of the net from point-blank range. Three minutes later, while defending in Real Salt Lake's own box, uh, Pablo Ruiz gets the ball to his feet, whips just a beautiful pass, uh, clear past midfield, right literally on a dime to the feet of Chicho Arango, who's uh, basically 1v1 from the, the midfield line up until the box. And he puts on a nice little shoulder drop. Uh, uh, he, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, the soccer term for it. I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. But he essentially drops his shoulder, feints left, does a step over, comes back to his right, blasts the ball right over Stefan Fry's face into the back of the net three minutes later for RSL to go up 2-0. Nine minutes later in the 60th minute, Marcelo Silva just absolutely studs up right into the tib-fib of Rui Diaz, the the center forward for Seattle. Um, Absolutely a red card. Really stupid bonehead move by Silva. He's very lucky that Real Salt Lake was already up 2-0 had it been a, a tied game at that moment. I don't know if Salt Lake would have picked up the three points. He gets sent off, uh, at which point Justin Glad subs in for Chicho Arango uh, in order to shore up our defense. And then, of course, from there, Seattle just puts the pedal to the to the metal, right? Like they're subbing in Eber and all of their attacking firepower, just pushing forward. From that point on, they dominate possession as Real Salt Lake looks to bunker and uh, weather the storm to win the game. And they do. And, and not only do they win it, they outscore Seattle 1-0 post-red card. So RSL picks up all three points. They're now at the top of their group. This tournament's a little bit unique. If you win your match, you get three points. If you draw, you don't because there are no draws. Um, in fact, you get three points for a win. If at full time it's still level... You go immediately to PKs. Whoever wins PKs gets two points. And whoever draw... Or, sorry. Man, I'm making a mess of this. Win and get three points. Win on PKs, get two points. And then zero points if you don't win. So, RSL's now on three points. They now play CF Monterrey on Wednesday night in Salt Lake. I'm going to go to that game. I've got to exercise some demons from Champions League. If Salt Lake can... Uh, get a win or a PK win, they are assuredly through to the next round. The top two teams from each group move on. So at this point, Seattle's in a really rough spot. Um, if Monterey happens to beat Salt Lake in in regular time, and Seattle then beats Monterey in regular time, each team finishes with three points, and it'll come down to goal differential. So it really helps that Salt Lake uh, put the smack down on Seattle 3-0. Anyway, uh, I'm sure I've kind of confused some people, but 
Long story short, Salt Lake good. Salt Lake in position to move forward, yes. Um, if we take a look at the other groups, Portland's at the top of West 1. Tigres have yet to play. San Jose lost to Portland. Um, in West 3, Leon is at the top of their group on two points after winning a PK battle with Vancouver. Oh, that's how you get one point. If you lose the PK shootout, you get one point. So three points for a win, two points for a PK win, one point for a PK loss, zero points for a draw. I knew there was one. There was a one-pointer in there somehow. So Leon and Vancouver, LA has yet to play. Columbus, top of their group with three points. They beat St. Louis. America, Club America, has yet to play in their group. In Central 2, Minnesota is on three points. Working Puebla, uh, 4-0. Chicago has yet to play in that group. Cincinnati won a PK shootout against Kansas City. Um, so they're at the top of their group with Chivas waiting to play. Chivas will not get to play against their former player, Alan Pulido, who decided to headbutt tackle a player from Cincinnati last night on Sunday and was shown a straight red. Uh, Nashville tops their group on three points, having beat Colorado. Toluca has yet to play. Mazatlan sitting on three points after beating Austin FC. Juarez has yet to play. Want to keep a close eye on Juarez. I believe that is where our old RSL pal Sebastian Salcedo currently plays, so it'll be fun to watch him get some run in this tournament. Moving to the south, Orlando's atop of their group with two points. Um, Houston with one point, having lost their PK shootout to Orlando. Santos Laguna has yet to play. In the south, three. Miami on top of their group with three points. Now, this is the, the, the story of the weekend, right? So Lionel Messi is making his debut for Inter-Miami. You have Kim Kardashian. You've got LeBron James. You've got Mark Anthony the musician, you've got Serena Williams, the tennis player, David Beckham and his pals, you've got all the stars coming out to see Lionel Messi make his MLS debut. Um, you also had Cunaguero, uh, who was also there with his family. So big deal, right? Nationally televised, internationally televised, thanks to Apple TV, Messi subs in, I can't remember the exact minute, 55th-ish minute. Scores currently 1-1 against Cruz Azul, who is a formidable team, by the way. So for Miami to be at 1-1 without Messi is an accomplishment, in my opinion, because Miami's like dead last in MLS right now. So anyway, him and Sergio Busquets, the other signing for Miami, uh, they sub in. Uh, They look very nice, the two of them. uh, Both just in their individual play as well as in their combination play with each other. Clearly they know what they're doing. In the 92nd, technically the 93rd minute, so 92 minutes and 10 seconds on the clock. Mind you, only two minutes of stoppage were given, but Miami's in the attacking third. It's literally the last attacking motion of the game when uh, two Cruz Azul defenders foul Messi at the top of the box. Huge mistake. Free kicks are like three-point shots for Messi. The, the chance of them going in is not low. So Messi steps up to the ball around the 94th minute uh, after, you know, the the uh, ref gets everybody settled in. And you just know that it's coming. You know that the magic is coming. Like the moment is set. 
Don Garber couldn't write a better script. And this guy just places it with perfection to the upper 90 of the left side of the goal face. Uh, basically a walk-off homer, right? The second he kicks it, he's run into the corner celebrating. He knows it's going in. The entire stadium erupts. There's fireworks. David Beckham's like crying on live TV. Just an incredible moment for Lionel Messi, for Inter Miami, and for MLS and its reputation on the world stage. So congrats to Miami. They currently sit in first place in their group. Uh, you probably don't care about the rest of the groups. There's a lot more groups. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I told you this would be a shorter pod. I guess I lied. It's about the same length as all the other pods. So here's how it shakes out. RSL plays against CF Monterrey on Wednesday night. And then on Saturday, Seattle and Monterrey will play the final match of our West Group 2 with the top two advancing to the knockout stages. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the international break from MLS play for Leagues Cup. And be kind to each other, my friends. Happy Pioneer Day.